no book. No Scotty, no Pippen, no Michael, no Jordan, no book. No book. No book. Only real shit in my town. Not a fake niggas ain't round. No book. Good evening, people. Thank you for joining us. As always, we seem to have a lot to talk about this week. Not all good, same as last week. A lot of bad stuff off the court that's happened, which we're going to obviously get into. My guest tonight is, he's not a Bulls fan, so it's the second time we've had a guest who isn't a Bulls fan, but he does have a soft spot for the Bulls. And hes uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this because... We interact quite a bit on Twitter, but I've never actually spoken to him. So uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this. And thanks for him to jumping in with such short notice as well, because my other guest had to pull out, unfortunately, which has turned out great because uh, I'm buzzing to have him in. So without further ado, Mr. Rob Farmer, a.k.a. Bobby Buckets. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me on. I'm really good. Thanks for joining me, mate. I really, really appreciate it. As I say, especially at such short notice as well. I think I only put the tweet out yesterday and you were straight on it. So, uh, yeah, buzzing to have you, man. Cheers, man. Appreciate it. Like I say, we we interact a fair bit on Twitter. You're really active with the UK community. It's brilliant. But this is the first time we've spoken. So, it's uh, yeah, Yeah. good, man. I've been looking forward to this. Me too, man. And shout out to the for the jersey as well. If, if you can't see it, if you're listening just to the podcast, Rob is wearing a D Rose Bulls jersey, the red Adidas one, which is fire. So I've actually got that myself. It's a brilliant jersey. So he's made the effort straight away. He's winning Bulls fans over before we've even started. So yeah, let, let's start with the usual one, mate. So like, firstly, how did you get into basketball? And secondly, why the New Orleans Pelicans, which is obviously your team? Yeah, well, got into basketball sort of when I was at school, sort of um, early to mid nineties. Is round to do so when Shaq was in the league and that, and I just just fell in love with the game straight away. Just the intros, everything, and then started playing myself. Pell's been to New Orleans a couple of times, loved the place and just loved the, the feel of the city. You know, it's a gorgeous place. The food's decent as well. So, yeah, just love the buzz and also all around the city. Uh, what, why, I've, I've heard the food's awesome in New Orleans, by the way. It's the oh, one yeah. thing that everyone always says about that place. The food is apparently phenomenal. How come you went there then? Is it, Have you got family there or? No, I went to Florida. And then it was just kind of, well, I've been to Florida a couple of times. Then it was kind of like, I want to go somewhere else. And sort of just picked there. It was just always wanted to go sort of the deep south around the area. Right. And just fell in love with it. Yeah. It's just the people, the place, you know, the buzz of the city and the jambalaya and the gumbo helps as well. So. Wow. Because, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a huge market, certainly overseas. Like, you don't see, well, maybe you might tell me otherwise, but I don't see too many Pelicans fans walking around. No, no, I think, uh, you know, for where uh, the City Edition jersey from last season, we'll wear that out. People are like, what jersey's that? I know Rich Barrett's not a big fan of it. He likes to tell me quite often. But Is that the red, the white and the blue with the logo that you've got on your hat in the middle? Yeah, it's got the fleur de lis on yes, it. Yes, that's right. Of, yeah. The Rich yeah. Barrett's thing looks like a curtain or a tablecloth. But... <laughs> I remember when they dropped it, he straight, Rich was straight away not a fan of those. They weren't, wow, well, a lot of people weren't. I've actually got, 
I don't know if people know this. Maybe I mentioned it before. I have got quite a few jerseys, not just Bulls jerseys. I've got other Dang, teams yeah. as well. I don't ever wear the other team's jerseys. I don't know why I've got them. My missus asked me the same question. <laughs> They're up on a rail in the loft currently, and I've got loads of jerseys. And I haven't, yeah, haven't got... There's a certain team I haven't got, which everyone will know what's coming. Haven't got a Knicks jersey, obviously. Yeah. So let's get rid of that. But... I do have a Pelicans jersey, would you believe? I wish I'd got it out. I should have got it down, actually. I should have made more of an effort and got it ready for you. I've got the Zion Williamson jersey, which was the... It's got the Nola on the front, and it's got the purple and the yellow. Oh, I love that one, yeah. It's the white jersey with the purple and yellowy... I can't even pick to describe it fully. Yeah, it's it's the city colours, yeah. The city colours, yeah. Yeah, the Black Louisiana colours sort of thing, yeah. The reason I got that, speaking of Rich Barrett, we'd done the NBA UK Fans Watch Party in Birmingham. Yeah. would have been two years ago. And we got one for a raffle we were doing. And I'll be honest, I wasn't that keen on a jersey when I saw it. But when we done the raffle for the NBA UK Fans Watch Party, we had one of those as the main raffle prize. And when the lads got it out, we every one of us were like, oh, that jersey's really nice. And, yeah, I like uh, the colourway on that jersey. It's such a nice jersey. Yeah, and I ended up managing to get older ones. So, yeah, I've got one of them, which, which is a bit random. But, uh, oh, nice, man. Yeah, so I have got a Pelicans jersey. I don't think there's probably not too many people that could say that in this country. <laughs> I know, that's it. I think I'm the only one, I think. I, don't I was going to start a Pelicans UK account, but I think I'd be the only one following. Do yeah. it, man. Seriously, do it. I don't know if there is a Pelicans one, actually. I don't think there is, is there? No, I've not seen one about. I've had a look around. I can't see anyone. So yeah, do it. Work. Do it, man. I, I sat on, on this account, on my Bulls account, for quite a while before I'd done anything about it. And honestly, man, it's the best thing I've done. It, it takes up far too much of my time than it should. But I love, I honestly love every minute. If I say every minute, sometimes it's it's not all great. As If you've seen me getting into it today with some people. Yeah, uh, sometimes, I, did, I did see a few, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I do bite when I perhaps shouldn't. I act in the moment. But everyone who knows me will know that I wear my heart on my sleeve and I just can't help myself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, do it, man. Hundred percent. If you just do it, that, that would be my advice. So the community's absolutely, mind you, you're big enough in a community as, as an individual. You don't need that. But if yeah, if you want to do it, do it. Hundred percent. You yeah, plenty of backing from all like the other say, guys. It's such a good community, the UK community. NBA is just brilliant. You know, it's an amazing place, man. I'm so yeah. glad to be part of it. It's a brilliant place. So getting away from the Pelicans, you've obviously got a soft spot for the balls because you, yeah. you, you're quite vocal about that on Twitter. You are, you're wearing a D-Rose Bulls jersey. Yeah. How did that, is, is it just the obvious from the 90s sort of phase or? Yeah, it was, it was the early 90s. I mean, for the Bulls, it was everything because in the early 90s, it was kind of like, I didn't have a set team or follow sort of early 90s that time. I just liked teams and like players like kids do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the whole, all around, the you know, the Bulls, you know, the obviously like Jordan, Pippin, you know, everything like that. And it was just the the arena intros, everything. Always had a soft spot for the Bulls. The yeah. that, the Bulls intro, I'm probably biased as hell, but there's nothing like it in my no, opinion. No, it's not, yeah. I just, it just sat there watching it on telly. I mean, I've not been to Chicago yet. I'm hoping to get out there this year once all the COVID stuff settles down a bit yeah. and the restrictions are all lifted because I, I want to go and get the full experience, like, you know. So I, th- I honestly think if I'm at the UC and that intro starts... I don't know if I'll be able to hold it together. <laughs> I'll be no, honest. That's it. It does. It gives you shivers hearing it's, it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can't wait to be there and to see that live. It's going to be an amazing, amazing moment. But So you're a big Jordan fan, obviously, from the day? or 
Yeah, big George, huge Jordan fan. Pippin, love Pippin as well. Horace Grant, you know, the whole team from that sort of yeah. era. Sort of all the players from around then. Just always that soft spot for him because it's wigs. Other sports are more root for the underdog. I don't like the team that always wins, but the Bulls are like the one sort of franchise of, you know, that era as well, Jordan, that, that always root for and followed. Yeah, it's weird. I'm, I'm the same. I'm normally going for the underdog, but I think there's just something about it, wasn't there? You just... Yeah, I don't know. It, they were it, bigger it's than the order around the team, and it was yeah. yeah back, well, back then it was. I used to stay up, or if I was you know if I had school or something, I'd you know record it on VHS, then yeah. watch it the next day. <laughs> yeah, they were the days, huh? Yeah, classic old days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just it was like they were. I mean, at the time, basketball. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I was a kid as well, but it didn't seem like it was a big deal. But because of the balls, it made it. it yeah, it made, made it a big deal over here. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. So, no, that's good, man. It's good that you've got a soft spot. Obviously, well aware of a soft spot, or more more than a soft spot, for a certain Lonzo ball. I yeah, know you love absolutely Lonzo. love Lonzo, and you were gutted when he left. Oh, well, yeah, I was gutted when he left. But, yeah, so no reason why I still have you know, a soft spot for the balls as well, because he, um, he's a great player, and I think he's been able to show it a bit more this season, but I was gutted about his you know, injury. Oh. I've got the same injury myself at the moment, just waiting for an operation. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the things that go on nights, Alonso, like just how savvy on defence is, you know, and I think he's criminally underrated. I think he was slightly overhyped at UCLA and stuff and when he went to the Lakers, but he's, he's a solid NBA player. You know, he's just... Oh, I think he's I think he's more than that, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, obviously, like you say, he was so overhyped being drafted by the Lakers and his yeah. dad was barking all the time. And I've said, I think I've said it before on here, like at the time, I remember just, think, just thinking his dad was unbearable, you know. And yeah. You look back now and you think, well, he got two of his three boys in the NBA, and one of them was on the fringe, and, and I think he's still in the G League. Unless I'm yeah, he's in the G League for the Greensboro Swarm, and he's he's not been getting many minutes, but he's been playing, you know, shooting brilliant. I've always thought uh, Leandro is the best shooter out of the three. Really? Yeah, he's you know he's got the purest shooting form. Now Lonzo's changed his; he's a lot better now. His shot, but yeah, he's. I think I think he'll make it. He should get picked at least with a ten day. I thought before the ten days have been handed out, he might have got one, but. Yeah, I was I was really surprised he hasn't been picked up. To be fair, um, yeah. with everyone so short-handed, but listen, you've got to take your hat off to Lavar Ball. I know the guys obviously got their own talent. Of course they have, but if it wasn't for him screaming Definitely, and yeah. shouting, would they have got there? Who knows? No, that's it. You know, he's raised them right. You know, he's, I think he's pushed them hard, but he's paid dividends for them. So absolutely. Yeah, I mean, with Lonzo, I I wasn't sure when he I think when he when he went to the Lakers, and then obviously Lakers traded him to you guys, part of the Anthony Davis yeah. trade. Again, I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a lot of Pelicans games, so I wasn't watching a lot of Lonzo at the time. And Bulls fans were desperate to get him. We needed a point guard. We'd not had one a proper point guard for so long, and mm. I felt that Bulls fans were putting a bit too much on Lonzo because he was going to be the savior and everything else, and. I mean, it turns out I'm an idiot because he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he concedes the way he's playing this season for the Bulls. He's he's enjoying basketball again. I think he was a bit frustrated with the Pels, but he's then you know the Bulls are allowing him to be a pure point guard. Yeah. And some of the plays that he's doing, like Caruso, Levine, DeRozan, they're just oh, you know. He's like a. I mean, I'm not an NFL fan, but I un, I know the ter- I understand the term. He is like a, a quarterback, isn't he? he some yeah, of the I mean, some of the passes you throw to Zion like three court, you know, court alley oop. So just oh, like pinpoint incredible. accuracy. I was talking to Sam Blake about it as well, saying like the accuracy of his passing and his he, vision as well. He sees it. He sees these passes before he's even got the ball in his hands. It's yeah. It's that passing to Veen um, earlier in the season where he's oh. just. Like, 
threaded through. It was a quarterback's pass. He just threaded it through the gap. It was a brilliant pass. Just um, heads up. She's caught it with one hand and threw it with the same hand. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. But it's not. It's it's everything with Lonzo. People say we miss his defense. We of course you do. He's a, he's a great defender. We absolutely miss his defense. But you miss his pass. His passing. His playmaking. Obviously yeah. his defense. But you just hit on it earlier. His shooting as well. That has been yeah. such a loss. It's, it's the space. The way because he's improved his shot so much. The space he creates for everyone else because yeah. he's a threat from three. He just creates so much space for everyone else. And if the balls move the ball around really well, then it's yeah. And his shot was something that everyone used to laugh at, wasn't it? Yeah, he kind of like went from one side, then shot across. But he's you know fair play to him. I was reading something. I think it was Charles Barkley, Slate, and Ben Simmons sort of saying, "Yes, he's not improved his shot at all." But Lonzo, fair play, has gone out and he's improved his shot. And it's yeah. I mean, now he's 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 a solid shooter from beyond the arc, yeah. isn't he? But he's completely changed his form in one off season as well. It's you know. Yeah, you know, hats off to him. He's... Going back to that Nets game, the one that we won, not the one we lost. He wasn't having a great game shooting the ball, and then when it mattered right at the end, he. he he sunk a three from absolutely nowhere. So yeah. just proof that you, you just cannot leave him out there alone. You just cannot. That's it, yeah. Um, with his injury, you touched it yourself. I know you're suffering the same thing, the meniscus tear. They're saying six to eight week recovery. And I know they initially said that it's something he could potentially play through. And as soon as they said that, I thought, no, 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 no. no. You, you, you can't be doing that. Six to eight week recovery, yes, it absolutely sucks. But the reality is, if it is six to eight weeks, he's still going to be back plenty of time before the playoffs. Yeah, that's and it. That's when we're going to really need him. That's um, the thing, like, like you said, because playing through something like that is just going to make it worse. And um, where the meniscus is, it sort of sits between the bones, so it stops the bones from rubbing. So, that you know, it's better to get it done early than to leave it. The other thing I heard from one of the or doctors or what have you said that they could basically they could they could shave part of it down which the yeah. recovery time would then be quicker i think it was two to four weeks but the long-term damage was would potentially be a lot worse um, whereas actually repairing it yes longer recovery but long term much better for him so I, i'm yeah. i'm glad common sense has come through there as far as i'm concerned because yeah we, he's going to be missed for the next six to eight weeks but we we should we oh, dare I say it after the last ten days we've had, we should still be in the playoffs and that's when we're going to need him. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see him in the playoffs. It'll be his first playoffs. Um, will it? Did he not he get there, there with the Lakers? No, definitely in with the Pels. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> so it'll be it's funny because it'll be Zach Levine's first playoff series as well. Yeah, first playoff. So crazy thing. That, that, that is madness that those two have never made the playoffs. Absolutely crazy. Why we're talking of injuries, we've we've got to get on it. The Caruso, the Caruso uh, injury. Yeah, I'm still gutted. I'm not over it. As, if anyone's seen my Twitter today, they know that I'm I'm still not over yeah. it. I'm not sure I will be for a while. This one really, really hurt. Really, yeah. Hurt. He'd only just come back from from a short time out with injury, and Grayson Allen, you absolute scumbag. I know you're never going to see this, you're never going to hear this, but I will say it and I will scream it from the rooftops. He's a dirty player. He's got history of being dirty. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You cannot, cannot, cannot defend this guy. Some of the Bucks players coming out, I understand they've got to try and support their guy. I get that, but yeah. Some of the statements, we know Grayson's not a dirty player. Yeah, I saw Drew Holiday said that. Yeah. 
you know, watch him at Duke, you know, it's like... I love Drew Holiday, and I'm sure you do as well. I yeah. Mean, he's phenomenal. Obviously, he was, he was with you guys, and... But come on. I mean, I get, I get the support, but we're not stupid. No. Like, that's, that's what I don't thing. like about it. It's like you're trying to make out that people are stupid. We know what he's like. To me, yes, initially, I think he went for the ball. His eyes were up at the ball. Yeah. Fair enough. But he grabbed Caruso's not shoulder, like I stated on Twitter and got called out for, but it was like his forearm sort of there. Yeah, he sort of got caught there and he was just the... And he kind of out. pulled him down and then with his right yeah. hand, he flung that over and sort of pushed it. It was just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I was shocked Caruso got up straight away. Well, not straight away. Yeah, but... well, I thought, he, I thought he was going to be knocked out because from the angles at first, it looked like he really hit his head on the floor. Oh, and, and the like, sound. Well, we said, oh, it looked like a shoulder injury to start with, but obviously he broke his wrist. But like you said, I think the thing with Grayson Allen is... He was like it at Duke University. Yeah. Like trip, I think there were two instances of him tripping people up, you know. And then, well, I think you said Summer League, his rookie year, like we said in Memphis, he got thrown out of the game, I thought, one of his first games for like being a douchebag again. Mm-hmm. And for me, what makes it worse is there was not even any attempt to check on Caruso if no. he was all right. No. And then him smirking on the bench, you're just like, no. Yeah, it just sums up. He's come out but, and said that one of his teammates made a joke. And he was smiling at the joke, apparently. That joke must have been really hilarious because he was still yeah. smiling as he was escorted back to the dressing room. So, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, that was absolutely intent. And, yeah, you got banned for a game, which is comical. But I'm not surprised with the NBA because if they ban him for more than a game, there's quite a lot of these sort of injury, these sort of incidences, isn't yeah. there? And yes, Grayson Allen absolutely gets it because of his reputation. And I'm sorry, but that's just what you got to live with if you're that kind of a person. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, you know, if it's someone else, you might think different. But because he's got that reputation and the way he reacted or, well, didn't react, depending which way you look at it, it's like, yeah, it's all that deserved. It was, it was just a douchebag play. And, you know, if you do something like that, you'll come out and own it, apologise. But, you yes. know, the fact he's not done anything, it's just, yeah, it kind of just shows what kind yeah. of person he is, really. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I will say, the uh, Bucks uh, Twitter account got absolutely hounded. I don't know if you saw the tweet they put out first thing. In their defence, it was before the injury was announced. Okay. And also, I still think it was, was classless. Even the yeah. Chicago Bulls Twitter uh, social media guys got on it and just put seriously. Yeah. It was. It showed a massive lack of class. They're saying it was a scheduled tweet that was actually scheduled before. I- I'm not buying that personally. No. And they did delete it. The sad thing about that whole thing was the poor girl who runs the account got found out on a uh, personal uh, account. Oh, right. Yeah. And she took quite a lot of abuse. She had to change her account to private. So I did send a tweet out. That's not acceptable. They got There were some personal tweets that were just... Just compl- yeah. not nice. You you can't go. In. Somebody tried to tell me that they started it with he made he made his bed or something or other. Um, he's got to deal with the consequences. And I said, well, firstly, it's not actually a he. Not that that matters. It shouldn't matter what sex you are, of course. But it's you can't go personal on people. And they were there were some real nasty tweets I saw. So yeah, do better, people. Come on, we're all annoyed about it. It was classless, but. Don't throw personal assaults at people because no, nah, we got to be better nah, than that. That's it, man. We got to be better than that. It, it was a game. Um, yes, I'm an I'm as annoyed as anyone out there. Trust me. Everyone knows my love for Caruso. Yeah. And we are gonna miss him. It showed when he come back for the game last week. 
the couple of games how much better we were yeah. just with him and the team. And he didn't even have a great box score, but he brings so much more than that. So trust me, no one's more upset than I am. And I am still not over it. And with the Lonzo news and everything else, it's just, yeah, it oh, seems like we're going... We sound like terrible luck. I mean, it just seems like one player for the end for the Bulls at the moment. And it's, yeah. I like you say about people getting abused on Twitter. It's like Vooch, the abuse he's getting, man. It's oh, like, man. Cutting some slack. You know, every player goes through these phases where having a bit of, you know, poor form is, you know, it's... just some slack. It's, yeah, oh, sorry, Sam. I've just seen your comment now. Sam's in the comments. Sam Blake and said, "Stop going personal on Vooch too, balls." And, and you, you're on the same page. You've that's exactly what Rob's just said. So, yeah, a hundred percent agree with that. Listen, I, I'm a big Vooch fan. I support yeah. Vooch. I still think he's going to come good. I think that kind of a player doesn't just disappear in in one season. He's becoming more and more difficult to defend at the moment, his performance on the yeah, court. Yeah, he just needs one good game, I think. One solid game, you know, get his confidence back. Cause and he did he against the Cavs. such a confidence-based game. He played well against the Cavs. Um, yeah. I'm just looking now. Sorry, I've got the box score up on my thing. Oh, so, cool. yeah, 37 minutes. He, he scored 24. He was our top scorer. No, he wasn't. Sorry, DeRozan was top scorer, of course. But second top scorer. So he had 24 points, 12 rebounds, three assists. Yeah. block he had a really solid game he was, he was yeah. really good against the Cavs but then he, he follows it up with a few bad games and we all know Vooch is much much better than he's shown this season Orlando fans will tell you that or you know he's just yeah. a much better player and I say it every week but it does feel like a massive mental thing with him yeah and he looks like the game last night he looked visibly upset and, and stressed and frustrated and, and everything else you can you can say about it is I mean he even fouled out yesterday it's sad man it's sad he's going through this and I know he's been taking a lot of slack for his uh, support yeah. of Novak Djokovic as well and people have sort of made that all personal and I don't agree with Vooch on that I have to say I, yeah. I don't agree with his points on that but I will defend him as a player and I, I like him as a person I think he's yeah he comes across very respectful usually and people are getting personal on him, and people want. There's no need. It's, you know, players go through still. Even Steph Curry's going through a slump at the moment. You know, he had that one of thirteen he shot from three. It's yeah. like players go through slumps. You know, it happens. It's. I think basketball as well. It's such a like for the players. It's such a confidence-based game. You know, if you hit your first three shots, apart yeah. from Westbrook the other night, he went on to shoot <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you hit first three shots, you know you. you you know, you want to shoot all the time. But if you miss your first three or four, you see some players' head goes down. They don't shoot anymore. But is he'll come good? He's a good player. I know. Um, yeah, ND might die, and used to love him when he was at the Magic. Yes. Um, yeah, and he, he's a good player. He'll come good. I hope but, so. Ma- Magic for Geraint is in my comments again um, this morning. I think I was trying to wind him up. We were winding each other up. To be fair, yeah. he he tagged me this morning, which I was dreading. I kind of went to sleep at half past one or quarter to two like, this morning, knowing oh, I'm going to be waking up to a tweet from Geraint. He's tagged <laughs> me in something, and and sure enough, he did. And we went a bit backwards and forwards and he basically, I mean, it's all love. I love Geraint a bit. So we have a nice bit of banter. I know that none yeah. of us are going to take it too much to heart and we'll have a little DM afterwards, you know. And he said, look, Vooch is going to come good. He's, he's got to. And I, I agree. I do agree. But the longer it goes on, the more worried I get. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a mental thing with him. Uh, he played well against the Bucks as well, to be fair. I'm just looking now. You see, he had 19 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks. So... 
not a terrible game at all, but it was last night's game was just um yeah, another dud which we'll we'll have to just scrap off and hopefully he can bounce back from. Although saying that he is questionable for tonight's game. Yeah. An injury as well. So maybe maybe he needs to be out for Bulls fans yeah. to realise I mean when he was out earlier in the season, people were realising just how important he was. It's not just his scoring, it's his presence and everything. His scoring's a big part of his game. So when he's not scoring, it does massively affect it. But yeah. he does he does other bits. He's not a complete... He's not just a wasted body out there, you know, like like many people are claiming. But it's... um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was always back Vooch, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I just... I hope that he can prove everyone else wrong because, like Sam says, some of the tweets I've seen about him are just disgusting. And people, no. people want him traded, and no. yeah, someone's blaming them. I read one earlier. It's funny, like before it came on, someone had tweeted saying, "Oh, people wonder why Alonso uh, is not averaging nine to ten assists per game. It's because of Vooch." You know, <laughs> where do they get this stuff from, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's got a little bit of truth to it, perhaps, but yeah, you know, even so, it's there. What I like about the team that we've got assembled at the balls is. They are that they're a team, and they've got each other's back. And you see it yeah. with uh, DeRozan. So Vooch might be having a terrible night shooting, but if DeRozan if DeRozan sees him out there and he's he's open, he will give him the ball. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he's missed ten shots in a row. DeRozan will give him the ball and and tell him to shoot his way out of it. And I I love that. Yeah, it's that that help big time. You know, having the support of someone like DeRozan who's encouraged to keep going. You know, it's. Yeah, it's huge players' confidence. He'll come good. No, hopefully. Do you say he's questionable tonight? I believe he's questionable. I can't remember. Oh, it was his knee. He actually banged it last night in the game. So maybe that's something to do with it. It looked like he banged it quite hard. He was down for a while. Yeah. Um, and I think it is his knee that, he, that he's questionable with tonight. So we'll we'll see. Um, hopefully it is just a, a knock and a bruise as opposed to anything else. It seems to be that way. So, yeah, I hope he plays because we need him. But I also, equally, if he doesn't, it might make the other fans appreciate him a bit more. So, I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence with that one. Yeah. Um, but either way, I hope it is just a short-term thing, regardless. Speaking of the Bucks game, sorry, Sam, I've got to do it, mate. Kobe White, his shot was massively off, and Kobe's been brilliant for us this season. But I think yeah. he went at zero for nine from the three-point line, which is... Tough it's, shoot night. That's a tough night. Yeah. If, if Kobe's on fire, which he has been so often since he's coming back, we win that game, really. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. lost it by four points. I'm not going to lie. I'm quite a positive person, but I was just grateful we kept that game close. Yeah. With, with the injuries we had. I don't, Did you see it at all? Um, did you watch the highlights of that or anything? The Bucks I've game? I watched highlights of it, yeah. I watched highlights of the Bucks game. Like I said, it's keeping it close, but it's... Uh... It's like I watched on Martin Luther King Day, the Pels game against Celtics. We're up 18 and then just collapse in the second half again. It's just like, oh, it starts so well. I heard Jones set the play. Valentunas playing brilliant this season, but then we just have a collapse, it seems, every game. He's it's a solid like, player, Valentunas. That was a good get. Yeah, yeah, it was a good get, that one. He's definitely not, I liked Adams, but he's not great from Adams. But um, yeah, it's just that collapse we keep having. You know, if the Bulls were up 18, you, don't, you can't see them losing it. But if the Pels are up 18 to 20, you think, oh, God, it's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah so with balls this season, it's been the opposite. You kind of, even last night, you just felt we, we can still get back into this. 
whereas the Bulls of old, there was no way. But uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're the comeback team, certainly in that fourth quarter. Last night, it was just just too much to ask. DeRozan had no help. I mean, he dropped, I think it was 41 he got last night. Get Just help the man out. I mean, Kobe dropped 22, to be fair. Vooch had a terrible night last night, right? He still had 13 points, 13 rebounds, three assists. I mean, that's not... Yeah. It's not They're nothing, numbers, is it? No. No. It and doesn't I, it doesn't deserve any like the abuse he's getting and that's still solid numbers putting up. So, I mean if he was dropping, you know, four points or two rebounds a game, you'd you know, you warrant it, but not yeah. numbers like that. No. I know the box score doesn't tell everything. Obviously, you can't always go on the box score, but that's yeah, it's it's certainly not nothing. I, I've also got to credit Magic because they didn't turn up like a, a a team that had only won eight games this season. Yeah, I say turn up. It was on their own court, but that they come out with a purpose, and and they've yeah. got a lot of injuries themselves. So you've got to you've got to give them credit. Franz Wagner, he looked good against us when they played before. But Mo Wagner coming uh, to this game, and he was he was brilliant. That the both the yeah. brothers were fantastic in in this game last night. So as as annoyed as you are as a Bulls fan, you you have to take your hat off to, to Orlando Magic for last yeah. night. They just wanted it more than us. It's as simple as that. I'd hoped we had learned the Houston game when we just turned up and, and got beat. That that wouldn't happen again. And and I do think that that's exactly what happened last night. Apart from with DeRozan, for me DeRozan's the only one that can. Could have walked yeah. off the court last night with his head held high. I think the others, they, yeah, none of them were good enough. None no, it happens sometimes. They let, if you look at the Magic's record, they let us put off the gas. But I was really impressed with the, uh, the rookie who was back last night. Is it Suggs for the Magic? Oh, Jalen Suggs, yeah. Yeah, really impressed with him last night. Yeah, he had a great game. Yeah, he did. Um, the one thing that did make me laugh, he was... Towards the end, he had just dunked, I think, on on the Rosen actually. Yeah, well, he was um, forearmed in the face a bit, didn't he? Yeah, I I I remember at the time thinking that that's probably an offensive foul. The Rosen hit the deck. Yeah. People arguing that's just how you you get the leverage, which I understand. But at the end of the day, if you hit someone, then yeah, you see them given. It's it's one of them. You see him. You given. do, yeah. You see him given, like you said, like yeah. But it it wasn't intentional. Of course, it wasn't. But he got the and one. It was it ended up being a, a defensive foul, and, and he got the and one. And, and when he walked off, he he made the the free throw as well. And he was walking off, flexing and going like this. Yeah, going to load it, Yeah. Stacy King was on the on the call saying, "Come on, man, because come on, yeah. you've won eight games, man. Come yeah. on, what are you doing?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's it. That, I that's... didn't see that. Stacy King replied to someone's tweet. Someone saying a similar thing. He goes, "That you probably never played basketball." You've won eight games, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've won eight games out of, you know, well, you've lost 39. Yeah, that that was quite funny. Stacey, Stacey King was brilliant fun. Another thing I'll touch on, DeMar DeRozan was on a break and Mo Wagner, I believe it was, yeah. sort of got his arms around him. That happens. That's a that's a, that's a a clever foul to give away. Yeah. It ended up, yes, it was. I think it was a clear path they gave it in the end. But what are you going to do? Just let him run and in, in a fairly close game. You just let him yeah. have the basket. No, you do something. You make the foul. Yeah. You can give him a little nudge, but he's probably going to make it anyway. So that's the only way you're stopping DeRozan is by wrapping yeah. your arms around him. I know DeRozan didn't like it. I think a lot of that was frustration more than anything else. Yeah, I was about to say that because they had their sort of head to head, didn't they? And then Wagner uh, sort of pushed his arm away. And it's quite full of commentary saying, yeah, DeRozan isn't the player you want to be doing that with. You know? No, <laughs> but to me, even watching it live last night, it. Stacey King was saying, you don't do that to DeRozan. I thought, well, hang on a minute. DeRozan kind of 
Yeah, he approached him, didn't he? Sort of and thing. he He's... put his hand on Wagner first. Yeah. All Wagner done was pushed his hand off of him. And yeah. I'll be honest, mate. I love DeRozan, by the way. Big, big DeRozan fan. I respected that, what Wagner done. He stood up to himself against the, yeah, a very, one of no, the top players. Not. That's it, yeah. He so. can't not stand up for himself. It was, yeah. I don't know, he's put a mountain out of a molehill. It wasn't too, like... Bad. It was. I think it was a terrible foul at all, was it? But like you said, I think it was more frustrating on DeRozan. It, it wasn't malicious. He wasn't trying to cause injury. DeRozan was still yeah. on the floor. He, he hadn't left his feet. Yeah, it was just he was holding him back. He didn't want to give away the easy bucket. Yeah, that's that's a foul that you make. If I'm a coach, and I'm really not a coach, believe you me. But if I was, I would be happy if my guy committed that foul. With, with someone of the yeah, reason. that's yeah, it. So. No, clever fans they call it. It's not. He's not Grayson Allen, so it's exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw going back to the Grayson Allen thing. Uh, Sean from Bucks UK put a tweet out about. I can't even remember who it was. I think it was the horn. One of the Hornets guys. Uh, uh, Kelly Oubre, yeah. Was it, last was night, it Kelly Oubre was it? Yeah, was it, the... it did look very similar. To be fair, um, you know. And it's very, it did look very, very similar. Um, his Kai went for the block and he's yanked him down out of the air and he's landed hard. I, um, to me, it was different. I didn't see... With, with the Caruso one, he actually grabbed his arm to pull yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. This That's one right, he looked similar. Swipe. It wasn't the same intent, I don't think. Kelly Oubre's getting a bit of a stick now, but I don't think he had the intent there. No, but. and he also didn't follow through with his, with his follow-up arm. Yeah. So yeah. that's... That's a big thing. And, and that was one that got me. They reeled me in with that. Sean put the tweet out. I absolutely bit. And then I had one of his Bucks guys going at me. And in the end, I just had to... Li- I could feel I was getting wound up. I was... Yeah. yeah. I'm absolutely not over this Caruso injury, clearly. Because I was, I was really wound up, getting myself wound up. I had to just switch Twitter off. I need to do better at not responding to some of these things. Uh, Ollie from the Magic Pod, uh, sorry, the uh, Mammy Heat podcast that he does yeah. with Dan Healy, uh, he put one out as well this afternoon. That was, in fact, that was the um, DeRozan and Mo Wagner one. He put a tweet out and he, he got me and, and I bit. Well, it wasn't a bite. I, I was basically said what I just said to you. DeRozan was just frustrated. Wagner done nothing wrong, and he said, oh, "I'm sorry that you've bit. Well, this wasn't meant for you or what have you, but." Yeah. I said, the reason I've commented, mate, is purely because I've seen some of the tweets at the time of Bulls fans yeah. going at Wagner when I don't think he'd done anything wrong at all. So, No, I mean, I watched it. It wasn't even a hard foul. I was quite surprised. Like I said, I think it was just frustration. I was quite surprised DeRozan reacted the way he did. You know, it wasn't a hard foul. Like you said, he didn't, you know, there's no tension cause harm. It was one of those where, like you said, he knocked close this game. He knocked just let him go to the bucket, you know, when he's in range. But, yeah, it's kind of... So much about nothing really. More, more frustration on DeRozan's part. I think. I, I think that's that, that's all it was. I think that, like Sam's yeah. put in the comments, bad day at the office last night. Not that it was mattered in the end. Twenty two last night. Oh, Kobe. I think he's talking about the Kobe dropped twenty two last night. Yeah. Yeah, Kobe did drop twenty two. So he, much better game from Kobe. Although he did only make one one of three from the arc. Uh, sorry, one of seven. Sorry, from one the seven. arc. Yeah. Which. Again, I mean, Kobe is a much better shooter than that. He just is. But he still dropped 22 points. So. Yeah. That's it. He still dropped 22. And he's I think a... Kobe's another one he's got. If he starts hot, then you know, you know he's going to have a big, big game. But he needs that quick start, I think, sometimes. A bit like Lonzo's can be similar. Like we were saying about that Nets game when he hit the clutch three. You know, he was, he was pretty quiet. And if you look at the box score sometimes with Lonzo, you know, you see he's only attempted four shots the whole game or four to six shots but you know then he'll get 11 assists or something but yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't on at all that next game, the one that we won. Um, and, and a bit like we touched on earlier, DeRozan still found him at the end wide open and he's going to give him the ball and tell him to shoot his way out of it. So, yeah, which he did. I, I'm not worried with Kobe. That, that, that would change. Kobe's been phenomenal for us since he yeah. came back. He really has. And he was someone that I wasn't, wasn't massively high on. Um, as people will know, he's kind of either red hot or ice cold. But yeah. I don't think that's the case anymore. He's been really consistent. Okay, maybe not from his three-point shoot in the last couple of games, but he, he's doing a lot more than just that now. He's not just a shooter. Yeah. He can he can go to the rim and he can do bits and pieces. So yeah, I'm I'm that's that's nothing on Kobe. I'm just saying, if he shoots the ball a bit better, we probably beat the Bucks and yeah. we may be in the Orlando Magic game as well. But listen, it's not it's, that's not me putting that on him. Not at all. Vooch had a terrible night. Our bench, they had a terrible, terrible night. The Magic bench outscored us by 30 points, I think, that their bench outscored our bench by. Our bench was shocking, to be truthful. But our bench is Troy Brown Jr., solid player. Matt Thomas can shoot the three ball. Uh, Hill, Tony Bradley and McKinney. So, you know, these are all guys, most of them have been picked up because of COVID or injury. So it's... Yeah. Know, <laughs> but it's tough like I said when you're second units you know getting outscored like that by this side it is tough I mean I think in Pels we have a similar problem with that we've got um, Jose Alvarado had a great game against the Knicks the other night I was so pleased with him and I think Herb Jones for us has been a revelation this season how he went that far down the draft order I don't know but he's been a solid defender his shooting's come what up what number well. did you get him at? I think it was like 30 38 or something. He dropped really far down, but he's... What was it, Texas? It University? couldn't have been 30. Yeah, we got Io at 38. That's the only reason 38. I know that. Yeah, Io, oh, Io was 38. But yeah, I think he was really far down, uh, Herb Jones. That's it, Io was 38, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's flourished. He's playing really good. But Ingram's out tonight for us. Right. Oh, his angles, that was a big blow. Uh, God knows what's happening with Zion. That seems to be put back. Oh. Every other week that gets put back. Yeah, we've not touched on that, have we? It's such a shame because when he plays, he's, yeah. he's kind of unstoppable, isn't he? Yeah, he's phenomenal. But it's, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's a foot fracture initially. And then weeks and weeks, I said, I'll be back in two weeks. Now they say another five to six weeks. Now he's gone to Portland um, with the Nike team to like rehab alone. So I really don't know what's happening with him. It's it, it's so sad. It's so sad. I've, and I. I... <laughs> I feel for Pelicans fans. I don't feel for the organisation because I don't know how you feel about the organisation, but the players that they've let go, I get the Anthony Davis, why they let him go. He wanted out. I get that. Drew Drew Holiday, Lonzo Ball. Yeah. It's just crazy to me, some of the players you've let go. and I I don't really understand what they're trying to do. No, I don't know. I mean, Willie Green's been a great coach. Um, I think he's been really good this first season with the squad he's got, you know, a bunch of players he's got. He's doing a really good job. I think he's trying to build young, but, you know, still these sort of murmurs about Zion going to New York or, you know, being Rajay Barrett and, yeah, Cam Reddish is there now as well. And they're all teammates at Duke, so it's, I don't know, but he's, it's just, it's sad with Zion because he's such high, but he lives up to height when he plays. I think, was it last season, 27 points a game he averaged and, yeah, but it's a big loss for us. But his injuries were always going to be a worry, in my opinion. And I'm not a college yeah. basketball guy at all, but obviously it was well documented of his knees in particular. And I mean the size of yeah. the man, and 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 for someone who's so athletic, it can't yeah. be good that weight coming down on those knees each time. That's exactly. Yeah, I mean he had the same injury as Lonzo's got. He tore his meniscus last right. season. Um, 
and he was at well, he missed like a big chunk of the season. And then, yeah, to have that sort of injury. But like you said, it's a style of play for, you know, some of that build to have like a 40-odd-inch vertical jump. You know, it's going to put a lot of stress on the joints. Crazy. The way crazy. he plays as well. So, yeah, but... Did, did you want Zion with that pick or would you have rather taken Ja Moran? And I'm not talking about hindsight. I'm talking about at the time. At the time, Zion, yeah. Because, you know, Zion was just, you know, we the highlight patches him at Duke. You know, when we got the number one pick, it was kind of a lock. We knew it would be Zion. But, yeah, I, I wanted Zion because I thought, you know, he's that impactful a player. But it's just, you know, he's missed more games than he's played at this point. Yeah, I've said it before on here. Look, I remember wanting the Bulls because we were in the lottery as well. I wanted the Bulls to get the, the second pick because I wanted Ja Moran and we needed yeah. a point guard as well. But um, Zion's injuries were always such a worry for me, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm not, I'm not glad that my worries were were justified. I'm, we want to see the best players play, and Zion could yeah, well it. be yeah. up there, and it's it sucks, man. It just it, seriously, it, is. it sucks. It's hard. I, I don't know. I just don't think we're back this season now. I think it's something's going on with this. You know, they're not the Pelicans front office aren't getting completely honest. Something's going on, but it's who knows? it's a strange one what they're doing. I don't. I don't really know. I was hoping you might have had a, a bit more of an idea, but it seems you don't have a clue either what they're playing. <laughs> no, at, so. I mean, um, no, he's, he's in Portland. He's gone with the Nike team to like rehab alone, not separate from the Pels team. Um, so I just don't know, but it's the the setbacks and his. But he's been getting a lot of abuse as well. Like people saying how overweight he is. People have been photoshopping pictures. We you know um, there's a, he met and signed some shoes for a kid with his dad, and then people had photoshopped it so it looked like he had about an extra forty pounds. Oh, it's just really? Ridiculous. He's actually he's not in that bad shape, but it's, uh, I saw one of him courtside at a game in his tracksuit and whatever, and he, he looked blown up then. But whether that maybe that was yeah. photoshopped as well, but yeah, he's, he's a, definitely put a few pounds. But I don't think it's the extent that. You know, he's a big, he's a big guy, and he's not he doing any, probably not doing any cardio. If he's got, you know, those injuries at the moment, he's, he's probably doing yeah. very light stuff. So he's going to put on a bit of timber. That's just, you know, that's it. It's, but fingers crossed. He's, you know, so young. So hopefully, you know, if they get sorted out, he'll hopefully see him back this season at some point. But I honestly, I'm not just saying it. I, I do hope so. I really, really do, because it will be such a waste if, if we don't get to see Zion. Yeah. Um, soon, but if you know, ever it's it, it would just it doesn't bear thinking about, does it? I, I really hope that, that that's not the case. But you touched on it earlier, Rob. You you're, you play a bit as well. You play at quite a decent level. Obviously not at the moment. You're out injured, but you play at quite yeah. a decent standard, right? Yeah, I was um, going to say Team GB um, over thirty fives team, but I got scuppered because of my knee. Wow. I did have surgery date set, but then. Um, got COVID two days before the surgery, oh, and then you have to no. wait 90 days since we've had COVID. So I went for the pre-op again last week, so just wait for the next day. They said it should be middle of Feb, so fingers crossed, get that done. Oh, man, when was that supposed to have been? <laughs> um, well, I've got COVID in October, but I've had the knee injury going on for ages. You know, obviously with COVID going on, getting the date for an operation, it was just a yeah. nightmare. But so then, but so I couldn't I saw, play you were, I saw you were in the gym training a bit on it, on the dodgy knee, and it just yeah, didn't, didn't hold out. Yeah, just... Just like slight jumpers, but I can't do any sort of full scrimmage or anything like that, or you know, attempt of a vertical jump or anything like that. It's just keeping active, really. But yes, yeah, a shame because Sadie Mason runs the Team GB Maxi Basketball Program. Great program, by the way. It's like um, they do over thirty fives, over forties, I think over fifties as well. So it's, oh, a, wow. it's a great way to play at that level. 
you know, when you're a bit older, you know, so it's a really, really good program, you know, organisation again going there. But she said, you know, that with that injury, you can't play. You know, I had it diagnosed and yeah, it's just a pain. So I'll just go again next year and I've got my knee done. So yeah. Get get back rehabbing them. and get back playing, man. Definitely. Yeah, that's it, man. I'm, so, I'm not of the knee injury. Well, I I've got one myself, which I got playing football, but um, never quite recovered from. But I'm jealous that you, you play at that level because I absolutely suck. Um, <laughs> I'm really really bad. It's yeah, it's embarrassing how terrible I am actually, to be honest. Um, but I never put the work in, so it's my own stupid fault. I did. I don't know if you're aware, everyone knows, I only got back into the game six years ago, so yeah, massive regret. Right. I was similar, I sort of had a break from it, and then sort of got back into it again, and yeah, just, yeah, missed playing. This is a, the, my local team, Daventry, Daventry Vikings, my mates just text were on there saying, get your knee, get onto the surgeon, we lost 69-38. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so you've got to get on the surgeon, get back. <laughs> well, and you play at guard, right? Yeah, play guard, yeah, point or shooting guard. Nice. I played a bit at school. Yeah. I was... Definitely not as good as my cocky younger self thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought I was all right, but I really wasn't. Looking back now, I was I was really terrible. I actually played. I went to school with Craig Hughes from Chainnet Apparel. Oh yeah. Um, who, who was quite a solid player at school, and his brother Gary, his name was. He was a, he was a couple of years older, I believe, maybe two or three years older. He was a really really solid player. I don't know if if Gary's still playing now. I'm not sure. And I know Craig plays a bit. At the, he does a bit of coaching as well. Craig. Yeah, I remember playing at school with him. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm five eight and a half now, so uh, there wasn't really much hope. Yeah. I mean, try telling Isaiah Thomas and Bugsy Moogs that. Yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just useless, mate. To be honest with you, and it it's, it pains me to admit it, but yeah, I'm I'm just terrible. So when I see people playing a, a, a decent standard I'm very very jealous very yeah, jealous it's, 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 it's horrible not being able to play you know when you just like, walk past a course somewhere and you see people playing you just want to go and play but yeah my, back soon. my other fixed. half someone she works with plays they just play a bit of pick up every week and she was talking to, to him about me and he sort of said look get him to come along and I was like you're joking aren't you I embarrassed myself and um, he was actually at the Chainnet Apparel uh, two-on-two tournament for the opening of oh, Orchard yeah. Park. She goes, come and meet him. So I went over and met him. And, and the man's an absolute giant, an absolute giant, a massive like beard like you said. He looks like a... Yeah. I'm like, imagine if I'd rocked up to you know to scrimmage with these guys and, and they're just giants. And, and I'm, I'm a five, eight and a half and I can't even shoot. Like I can't offer nothing. <laughs> I've got a dodgy knee. I've got my shoulder that time, an operation on my shoulder. I'm falling apart anyway, so yeah, I, I politely declined his offer. But I, I would love to do it because I would love for the fun, but it would just be embarrassing. And I would be that one that people would be like, oh, God, he's back again, you know? So it's, it's not fair on them. Yeah, for it's me great. To... He's getting down, mate. It's great. I mean, it's one of those sports basketball. Um, my stepdaughter, she's uh, six. She just started going a couple of weeks ago. She loves it. Yeah, you know, bless her. About to get her a little ball because she can't reach really through with a big ball yet. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Even without got her a little ball, she loves it. You know, she goes she, every Friday, she goes, she can't wait for it. It's, you know, really cute. Brilliant. My it's boy's the same. My boy's only four. Well, he'd be five in April, my boy. And he loves it. Like, when I have him every other weekend, uh, and my daughter, she's not really so, so into it, but. He um as soon as he gets here he puts his basketball jersey on he's got the headband and he that hoop behind that's actually his that side there. Oh, is it? I feel, mate. Um, yeah and he's my, got, he's a, got a hoop in the garden my little boy he's, he's not that into it so he likes playing it but he doesn't like watching it right. I want to give him a shout out love you son you right Frank he's nine 
I said it was doing this live. And did give me a shout out, Dad. Oh, went, yeah, bless him. Bless him. Brilliant. But yeah, he picks a ball up and he scores. You know, shoot one, score. I'm like, keep playing, you're good. He's like, you know, I'm going back in to play on PlayStation. Just gets fed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ollie's, Ollie's the opposite. He, I'll take him down a part with his ball and he can reach the full size hoop, but yeah. not, not every time, far from it. But yeah. he might miss 99 shots and he will still carry on. He will not get bored. And it's just yeah. like, it's beautiful to see that. It's a love for the game, and so people love playing kids. Oh. Like I said, those keep going, going. He doesn't just doesn't give up, and and he'll sit and watch it. He won't watch a whole game with me. He gets a bit bored. But to be fair, even my daughter will watch a game. In fact, I actually um she, when she was here, maybe just before Christmas, I think she said to me about um why is it only the boys that play basketball, Dad? I said no, no, it's not. No, it's not at all. And uh, we watched a Chicago Sky game uh, with my oh, daughter. Yeah. We only watched a quarter, and she got fed up, but. It was, you know, that was quite cool. And she, to her, it was, it, she, it blew her mind that, that women play the game as well, you know, and yeah, at, at, at an amazing level, I might add. And uh, yeah, she, she's actually, she's not too bad, but she's just not as interested. She's a girly girl, so um, yeah, maybe she'll shock us and she can play a bit of football. She, two, two years, she'll be in the WNBA. Oh, it would be awesome. <laughs> you can retire early. <laughs> I think there's more chance of Ollie making it if we're being honest, but you never know. Yeah. She might absolutely shock me. She might shock me, but yeah, the more kids playing, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, definitely, game. yeah. And there's a good um, because the I think NBA UK they did a doing good thing with the grassroots basketball. They yes. get to play and to do practicing. They'll get like a I think there's a Knicks kit and there's like another little vests. That's, you know, NBA branding got the team logos on. They get I'm, to play in them. So I know we're talking about kids and we should let it slide, but you did say Knicks. <laughs> but, Got the one rule. I won't be back on again now. <laughs> I had one job, didn't I? <laughs> but no, it is brilliant. And I saw, um, I think it was Elliot from Hooping and Luton uh, shared one of the schools has got in with a WNBA, uh, sorry, a, a M- junior NBA program. That's, yeah, yeah. They're sort of encouraging a lot of schools to get involved. So hopefully, yeah, a that's few what, more have. Sorry, I think that's what I meant to say. So the junior NBA, that's what they're doing. They've got. Quite a few team kits that they, you know, they you know, provide all the balls and everything, and yeah, it's, it seems it's really going to pump a bit of money into it. So yeah, it's good. It, it's needed, isn't it, in this country? It's if your kids can't play it, then you know, what? What hope have we got, really? You know. But that's it, definitely. I mean, going back to what we were saying earlier, like early nineties, there was got the only real way to like check on it. There was that show on Channel Four. You remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. Webster. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. And there's that show, but that was about it. And you get a weekly sort of update and, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, He's oh, had man. videotape the games on a Sunday night. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot easier these days, that's for sure. Oh, definitely, yeah, with league pass and stuff and everything, so. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, so. Right, Rob, we're going to do a quick, I haven't actually given you the heads up for this, but I'm just going to read out this week's games and just give me a prediction on the yeah. uh, win-loss total. Last week's, I've got a confession, I made a big error because... I included the Thunder game. Uh, we had Scott on last week, and I included the Thunder game, which of course is tonight. So because we recorded on a Tuesday, it threw me yeah. out a little bit. I'm going to include tonight's game in last week's. So we'll we'll come back to that next week. Currently, the guests have got one point. They've got one right, and I've only got one right. In I think yeah. this is the eleventh attempt now. <laughs> so we're going to just do on the three games. Then I'll take the Thunder game out tonight because we'll include yeah. that into Scott's. So we've got the Raptors at home on Wednesday. Yeah. The Spurs on the road Friday. 
and Portland at home on Sunday. So out of those three, Raptors, Spurs and Portland. If Levine's travelling tonight, isn't he? Sorry, Casey. I know he's, but if, he's, if he'll be back in the United Centre for the Raptors game, I think they could do that. I think the yeah, Raptors game would win. I'd expect them to beat Portland and the Spurs, to be honest. I'm going to say 3-0. and Oh, man. Going for it. Looking at, yeah. That's what I was going to go with, because yeah. I thought you were going to go 2-1. and one. So I'm going to have to go 2-1. and one Yeah. Because... And there's no way I'm saying one and two. You'd expect the Bulls to beat Portland and San Antonio. Depends how Siakam plays for Toronto, though. And Van Vliet's been playing real good. So, I know, I'll go three and if Levine's back for that game. I think he will be. I, I, he's travelled, like you say, he's travelled to uh, Oklahoma today to join yeah. up with the team. Whether he plays or not, I, I think he must be... They must be expecting him to play because I don't know why he would travel down there yeah. when they're back. Maybe at he gets home. a few minutes tonight, like you said, and then he, you know, gets some bigger minutes against the Raptors I United. Think, I think that's how it's going to play out. I mean, Javante Green's back as well. Yeah. Again, whether he's on a minutes restriction, we don't know at the moment, unless that's come out since we've been recording. I'll have a check. It's either way, it's great that we got those guys near in return because with Lonzo and Caruso out, we need yeah. we need Javon. Certainly need. Well, obviously we need Zach. I mean that goes without saying. But Javonte is vital for us as well. Yeah. Especially on the defensive end, which is it's, now it's just about outscoring teams. I think that's you know we've we just we've with Lonzo and Caruso out. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, it's a killer. I just in still, those cases, sometimes the best form of defence is attack. Nothing, you know. Yeah, I'm still struggling to deal with certainly the Caruso one, the Lonzo one. That's that's part of sports. That's just a freak, yeah. freak injury. But oh, the Caruso one, man. I'm yeah, not sure the, I'll ever be over it. That that's the upsetting one, Caruso, because it's avoidable. You know, it didn't need to happen, and that's what the most frustrating thing is. And he'd only just come back as well, and it's oh, yeah, yeah, it, the, it, it's a killer. That that's a killer. Especially when he played on with it, so you thought, oh, he might yeah. be okay. Yeah, not to be. That what what a man to play on with a fractured hand I know. is. That's I know. Crazy, absolutely madness. But yeah, it's oh, it sucks. It sucks. No, I'm not over it, and probably be having the same conversation next Monday night, and I still won't be over it. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and if you if you tweet something about it, I'm absolutely gonna bite as well. Just. Putting that out there because <laughs> I can't help yeah. myself. <laughs> uh, Rob, before we go, mate, just give your socials a quick shout out. Yeah, um, Bobby Buckets Eleven, I think it is on Twitter. I think same on Instagram as well. I'm always active on there. It says great community, NBA UK community, and all over. And then, yeah, you might be seeing a Pels UK one soon. Then do it, man. Set it up now. Get the name out. Get the name ready now. Even if you don't tweet from it, that's what I've done with, with this account. I just got the name ready and I sat on it for probably about yeah. five, five or six months. I think I actually sat on it. Do it, man. You'll do a great job. You're you're well active. You're well loved actually in the community. Everyone loves you to bits. So um, everyone's quick... so great in the community. No, it's brilliant. It's, it's a you great know, such place. a great community. You just you just sit on Twitter all day just on the NBA community. It's, yeah, it's a brilliant. Everyone's place. great guys. Great laughs and everyone's really cool. Uh, shout out Geraint Jones uh, from Orlando Magic UK who's just jumped in the comments. Have you discussed the Magic game yet, mate? I don't know what you're talking about, Geraint. Yeah, we beat you earlier in the season. I think that's the only time we've played you. No, we did discuss it. Fair play, Geraint. You've absolutely hammered me 
there. And to be fair, I've got to say, he did let me off the hook, really, because I didn't get too much stick from him this morning, which was surprising. So, yeah, fair play. What about MD? Have you heard from Martin Dian? Not, not directly, been. but he did put a picture out of his Orlando Magic T-shirt saying that he was going to be wearing that to the gym today. Yeah. That was this morning. Which, of course, me being me, I bit and commented. <laughs> <laughs> but Martin knows that's all in good faith. I love that man. Yeah. What he what he does is for the community. Oh, is he's a great guy. Like incredible. To, he, when he speaks to me, just you hear the passion in his voice about what he's doing, and he's he's just a great guy. You know, he is unbelievable. So yeah, shout out Martin from the GG3X3. Incredible man, incredible setup that he's got with the GG3X3, and they've raised a hell of a lot of money for charity. So if you haven't followed that, get on board because it's brilliant. Yeah. And they do a tournament each year, and the tournament I've, I've been to, I've volunteered at one of them. I couldn't make last year's, sadly, but uh, the one I went to, was it was such a good event, an amazing yeah. event. And he did have a Christmas. He had a Christmas one planned just before Christmas, a smaller one. Sadly, that got cancelled the week before because of the COVID outbreak. So that was a real shame because I was hoping to get to London for that as well because that would have been good fun. So yeah, shout out to Martin and all the Magic fans, even you, Geraint. Can't believe, <laughs> can't believe I'm saying that. Right, Rob. Thank you so much, man. I really oh, do appreciate your time. It's been great thank chatting you with you. Thank you for having me on, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Good, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, go and set that Pals account up, man. Do it. Do it. I'll get on it. I'll be adding you and asking you for advice every day. <laughs> Don't come to me. There's there's much better people than me out there. Believe you me. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Thanks, man. Right, guys. We will probably be back. We should be back next week, next Monday with another episode. Uh, as always, thank you for watching, for catching up or just listening on the podcast. As always, I really do appreciate it. I still find it crazy that people listen to me rabbiting on. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. So thank you so much. Enjoy all the games this week. Hopefully the balls bounce back tonight against the Thunder. And yeah, I mean, our next four games are certainly winnable. Oh, also shout out next Sunday. The Portland game is actually an 8.30 tip next Sunday. A UK friendly 8.30 tip. So yeah, that should be hopefully a, a win. Ah, a UK friendly win. Oh, dare I say it. I've said that too many times and we've lost. But hopefully we can go 4-0 in the next four. And uh, yeah, enjoy guys. And as always, stay safe out there.